That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Now, whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me as always is my good friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today, and have you done that weekly review? (laughs) Hi, James. I am doing good today, and yes, I did my weekly review. So Yay! (laughs) Awesome. Um, Yep, I just, I don't know, I just devoted some time today because it was recording day to really getting back on track here how about you i have not but i'm doing okay (laughs) that's good (laughs) i've not done my weekly review i i still am wrestling with getting the no i haven't i don't know where i i've just am i feel like I'm treading water just to just to stay even with things that I need to get done at the moment. So um, mm-hmm. the the things have all everything I need to do seems to be top of mind. So I haven't really looked at the review, but that's gotten me into some difficulty, as we'll talk about a little bit later in the episode. But first, uh, we might as well dive in and talk about our weekly to dos. The weekly to do, yeah, the weekly to do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to do. So, Gene, what was your weekly to do, and did you do it? I did it this time. It was opening my physical mail that had collected in a box since. Uh, my previous apartment um, before I moved, and I just kept putting it off. I knew there was nothing super urgent in there, at least not from my my <laughs> my point of view. And uh, yeah, so I can finally take that off my weekly to do repeat list, and because I for real did it this time, um, and it had a financial benefit. <laughs> can I tell you? It, oh, a new another one? one? <laughs> yeah. What I didn't find, what happened is I um, I had some statements from my eye doctor's office that I had, you know, not paid. It wasn't like a huge amount of money, but it was about $70. And I wasn't really sure like how overdue it was because I kept, I was like, oh, here's one envelope from them. So I opened it up. I called them, talked to um, somebody for a minute and she says, I'll have our billing person call you back. And then he calls me and he says, you know what? I've been sending you these, these notices since November. So I finally just wrote it off. And I said, Oh no, (laughs) I felt like such a heel. And I said, I'm sorry. I said, I can send you a check. And he said, no, he says, I'm fine with leaving it just written off. So don't worry about it. I'm like, Whoa. So, just FYI, I was saved not an, a non-trivial amount of money. I mean, I don't know if I said that right, but yes, it was. It wasn't like five dollars. It was like closer to seventy, and 
oh, well, I, I'm going to put that 70 towards new glasses, I think, when I that go sounds... for my, my next appointment. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's good. At least give it back to them at some point. Yeah. Um, um, well, congrats on doing your weekly to-do. Um, that doesn't seem to ever happen to me when I don't pay a bill. <laughs> that has never happened to me either. I mean, short of like, you know, in my misspent youth where I, you know, I, you know, I got totally written off and uh, ruined my credit in, in my early oh, years yes. of having a credit I card. I see that. But, um, yeah. I did feel really like, wow, I feel terrible. But he he was very nice about it. And I said I would pay it. And he said no. So anyway, that's my windfall for finally getting that stuff opened and, and done. Gotcha. How Although about you? It, it, oh. it seems to be more of a... Uh more of a, a one one in the column of procrastination is a wonderful thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, the moral right? of the story is yeah. don't open your mail for months on end. Um, uh, yeah, I wouldn't recommend okay. it. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't yes, recommend it with like a utility bill. <laughs> they will turn not, off your not power. A, not not a repeatable strategy, but a, a fortunate happenstance in this situation. Yeah. Um, oh, so my weekly to-do was also kind of getting through a backlog of physical mail. Um, and part of that was making sure that I had not missed any tax documents that had been sent to mm-hmm. me. Um, and so I also, well, pretty much have done my weekly to-do. I, I've gone through everything and there's no... There are no tax documents that I'm missing that were sent to me, so that's good. Um, good. The uh, oh, and so what is your next weekly to do? Oh gosh, I mean, I have recycled that one three weeks in a row, and I'm not even sure. Um, I I need to. I I don't know, James. It's gonna be a secret to do. I'll let you oh, know. Oh, a secret to do? Well, in that case, <laughs> mine will also be a secret to do because, you know, it's only, it's only fair, fair that if yours yep. is secret, that mine's secret. Um, all right. Well, um, <clears throat> the other thing that happened while I was processing mail, uh, a backlog, um, is I came across something and uh, a piece of paper. And um, it turns out I missed something. It wasn't in my trusted system. And uh, so I'd like to chat about that, especially since, what, an episode or two back? I was just saying that um, since starting with a trusted system and our podcast and getting things done, I really haven't missed much in the way of uh, kind of repeating maintenance tasks. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, so I've been in my in business for myself for about eleven years now. It's coming up on I think eleven years. Um, and um, so, the official name of the company, since I can, you know, I do software, I do some music, I do this and that, is uh, James Dempsey Enterprises LLC. Um, mm-hmm. But 
usually when I'm, you know, for software development or whatever, I do business as Tapas Software. Um, so I need to have a fictitious business name on file because I'm doing business as a second name. Um, so way back, uh, 2000, when was it? 11? Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. 2011, when I first set up my LLC, I also had to file for a fictitious business name. And I had a lawyer who helped me set everything up. So they took care of that. And then uh, every five years, you need to re-register with the county um, for your fictitious business name. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. So it came up in 2016 and, you know, that got done. And then I got a letter last September that it was due again. And so since that five years was kind of outside of the loop of when we started doing our podcast, uh -oh. right? The five yeah. years, like in every five-year task was not in my trusted system because it... By the time I was setting up my trusted system, I had completely forgotten that this was something that renewed every half a decade. <laughs> um, so, um, but other things like filing a statement of information with the with California happens every two years. That wasn't my trusted system. Um, so this thing came in, and of course, as soon as I got the letter in September, I should have immediately you know, put it in my trusted system um, because it came in in September, but the deadline, it, the expiration was December, early December. However, at the time, right, if you recall, we were in the midst of putting together the One More Thing track um, yeah. and really, really um, rushing rushing might be the word, um, really focused on trying to get everything accomplished and getting all those tracks from 33 different musicians in to, to Russell so he could arrange them and do, like, all that was happening to try to get that done for early October. So that piece of paper did not make it into my trusted system. It ended up underneath a bunch of other papers that came in Subsequently, um, and so the pitfall of missing that capture phase, the pitfall of uh, missing that, you know, clearing my inbox regularly is that this past week I'm going through papers and I'm like, did I do anything about this? So I looked online and sure enough, my fictitious name had expired in December. Um, and there's a little bit of a grace period, but fictitious names are one of those things where you have to do the, now I think seemingly archaic, where you have to put up, a, like, publish a notice in a newspaper that Gee, this is, like, a legal notice. Um, mm -hmm. And it has to run for, like, four weeks consecutively that you are like this cup this company is operating under this fictitious name in the county of Santa Clara and there's all this boilerplate or what have you um and of course because 
it was past whatever the 30 days or 40 days after expiration. I also had to not only refile, but I also have to get that all republished. Um, so an extra chunk of rigmarole, a little bit of extra expense. Um, but on the other hand, I've had this fictitious name now for 10 years, and I really had really not known much of the process of doing it anyway. Um, so I, you know, since I don't want to give up the name, um, I got all the paperwork. It's just, it's one relatively short form. Um, and then fortunately had kept all the documents from 2011 and just kind of found the, the receipt. And actually the, the newspaper kind of sends you and the county a, uh, a copy of what was published and a certification that they published it. So you don't have to buy the newspaper and c- clip things out and mail them in yourself. <laughs> um, which <laughs> I just like you said, archaic and boy, I didn't, it's pretty funny that something that wasn't that long ago, a normal thing is now quite archaic. Absolutely. But fortunately, that newspaper is still around, and it seems like one of the main things they do is publish legal notices um, yeah. and other and other legal information. Um, so I contacted them, and uh, the renewal is normally $40, um, mm-hmm. and so I would have had to pay that anyway, that fee. Um, and then it turns out that publishing that little legal notice for four weeks and having them send the certification in is $30. Um, So in the end, like I had to pay an extra $30 and there's some extra rigmarole. And technically I don't have a fictitious business name at the moment, um, but the paperwork has been sent in and everything. (laughs) Um, So there's like a little extra, a little extra cash, a little extra, um, and again, not a lot of extra cash. Um, the, but it just is one of those things where the trusted system would have caught that. And so that capture fit, it kind of like just reinforced for me, um, the benefit of everything that we've been talking about and doing for the last couple of years. Um, And it also, to me, was kind of like, I don't want to say amusing. It would be less amusing if I lost (laughs) the name. Um, Yeah. But but it it was kind of a little interesting journey because somebody had set it up for me, what, 10 years ago, and now going back and revisiting it and doing it for myself – <coughs> it was kind of uh fun isn't the word it it just <laughs> felt like now i know now i have a better idea of how that works um so um i'm kind of happy about that um and then i guess they'll probably they'll probably get that in the next three or four days at the 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 county clerk's office and um then over the next four weeks this thing will run and then they'll get that in and then 
probably two months from now I'll get a piece of paper that says, yep, you have a fictitious name again. Um, and then five years from now I'll remember and just send in the form and the 40 bucks and not need to publish anything in a newspaper. <laughs> wow. You know, it's a really good um, point, though, that you bring up. Like, we've been doing this podcast for four years, I think almost exactly four years um, this month. And I, yeah, something that was <laughs> two every five years would not have gotten any attention um, if you had just renewed it, which you kind of did in... Uh, um, before we started the podcast. And it makes me think about looking at my little personal re uh, weekly review system right now. I have to think about how are things like that going to be accounted for because I don't want to miss them either. So right now I think I put them into Do, the Do app, if there's something that has to be done, like even a one-off thing that has to be done in the future right now. I've just been using do while I sort of figure out how I might go back to OmniFocus or not. And mm -hmm. that's working pretty good for me, actually. It's really good for things like canceling stuff. So sign up for something three months free, like right into do I put like, you know, two and months and, and, 20 days in advance, I put in a thing that says cancel thing, you know, in case I, I decide I want to cancel and not pay for it, not uh, start automatically paying for it. Um, but, you know, I was thinking about a big thing we've talked about, like early on in the podcast before the pandemic started. Um, but that's an every five year thing is global entry or TSA pre pre check. Um, you know, uh, certification. Yes. Um, right. It's like that's something that you you don't want to forget if you want to keep that going. And it's been tricky because because of the pandemic and because of just general, I guess, government overwhelm. <laughs> they have postponed the expiration dates of the early, you know, I think we got them, we got that, that uh, TSA and or global entry um, back early when it was first offered. And then when renewals started coming up, they got kind of overwhelmed. So they just, they bumped the renewal dates out like by a year. So it gets even harder to keep track. <laughs> um, however, I have, and I, and last year, I, you know, went through the process of applying for renewal and I signed up for a, uh, an appointment, you know, in-person appointment, uh, interview and it's in May and it's actually now not that far away, but it seemed like so far away when I signed up for it. But I thought, well, I don't, I don't think I'm going to need this. Certainly not going to need global entry in the next year or <laughs> I'm not planning right. on it. So anyway, we've talked about it. I just want to put that out there to anybody who's um, had global entry or TSA 
pre-check um, to check that out and make sure that's not on its on the verge of expiring for you. And of course, even though you may not be traveling globally, if you do global entry, you also get uh, TSA pre-check is included for domestic exactly. travel. So yes, um, that's so, a very very um, worthwhile upgrade for fifteen dollars. Um, pay fifteen dollars more and get the global entry. The, the global and, entry. Yeah, um, and actually, uh, if you have a credit card that is travel perk oriented, they will pay for that one hundred dollars usually once every five years, and that's what I did on this one. Um, it's a perk they offer, and I took advantage of it. So, um, Nice. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's important to not forget those things either because if you're paying the annual fee on these um, travel perk credit cards, you want to try to get all the perks you can, especially <laughs> if you haven't been traveling much for two years. Absolutely. And um, I just looked at my trusted system and because honestly, I had not thought about global entry for a long time. Um, Even though I have flown kind of recently and used my TSA, like the fact that I have to renew it had slipped my mind. And yet what would have been popping up starting on April 29th, 2022 so mm-hmm. in about is a uh, renew global entry in my trusted system, which is deferred until April 29th, 2022. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool that it was, that it was kind of in here. Yeah. Although for some reason I don't have it set on repeat. I don't know why I just had it for the next one. So mm-hmm. I'll correct that next time through. But um it's nice to uh, it's it's nice to know that that would have popped up, um, yeah. or that will pop up at the end of the month. Um, and then I'm assuming, but now that I've I'm going to look at it sooner than then. Now that you've brought it to the top of my mind, just to make mm-hmm. sure I didn't screw up setting it up. That's the other thing. When you put these things in, like, and a year later, three years later, it shows up, or in this case, what five years later. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of, at least for me, like you kind of want to double check that you didn't screw up how you put it in to your trusted system because yeah. it's been so many years. Like, is that really the website or is that how much it real? Like, you kind of want to double check that you, the steps you have. Um, now, you mentioned putting things in uh, do. What I find, mm-hmm. and I think I've mentioned this on occasion, is that I tend to be. Um, like once something makes it in my trusted system, usually I'm very persnickety about every piece of it. So it's usually like, uh, like if it's canceling, like cancel subscription, it's usually like 10 days ahead of it. Cancel subscription. And then like the day after check that it really was canceled. Mm. Um, like, so I usually have like multiple steps of like, do something Check that they actually took the money out of your credit, like pay this bill online. And then like a week later, make sure they actually took the money out and that you did pay it and that you didn't, so there wasn't a snafu. And so I usually have like a few of these steps that 
um, like in this case, I mailed something in, and then like I'll def like I'm I have a waiting step to get the paperwork back about the fictitious name, and mm -hmm. then a final step to scan and file the paperwork. Um, mm -hmm. So anyway, it's maybe a little <clears throat> too pers like that no, for some tastes that... is maybe persnickety, but for me, no. it's worked well. I'll tell you uh, what I do with do uh, in that because I I know what you're talking about. It's like you want to double check or for whatever reason, like you know you have some follow up on something like that. What I do is instead of checking it done, I either just you know reset the timer for you know x number of days in advance or what or you know in the future. And sometimes if it's, if I, I'll usually know why, I, why it pops up again, you know, I'll say, oh, yeah, I, I need to just double check that. Or sometimes I just re revise the do um, entry and say, check that this <laughs> was canceled. Um, and then, you know, so, I mean, obviously, I you can set as many reminders as you want to do, it doesn't charge you more. They don't charge by reminder, but it's more the feeling of like, I don't need two reminders. I just need, you know, this one to pop up again later if that's what I want to happen. So, so yeah, I do some recycling of, of do reminders. I don't think it's... Gotcha. I, 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 it's a little less friction for me than to like, say, create an a second reminder or a second step, but, um, but anyway, I, I think that's, uh, that's really the strength of something like OmniFocus uh, is that, you know, you can, you can build these, um, these series of things that you call it persnickety, but it's, it's being thorough. Um, and you can see them all and that's what it's, it's meant to, you know, handle a string of things that have to happen. And do is not really built for that. And so I'm kind of hacking it when I do gotcha. what I do. Yeah, and what I what I usually do is um like so it's usually I have it it most of these don't make it to the level of an entire project in OmniFocus. Mm -hmm. Um most of them I have like a uh, what do they call them? Single action projects where mm -hmm. it's just a collection of actions. It's not even like right. Um, so it those things and, and that project is really never done. It's just a place to put small groups of of things. And so I'd like have a, a like a taxes and filing project for my business, and then mm. this would end up as one project. That repeats every five years, and then it has sub steps. So then, as soon as I get those three steps done, like fill it out, send it in, get the thing back, file it, um, then the the outer item gets finished automatically, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then it's automatically set to come back or repeat five years from now. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's um, that's. I think, uh, again, there's so many ways to do these. Um, but that's, for me, what I like is that it 
it lets me know, okay, I'm waiting for them to get back to me. Or, um, and mm-hmm. also just the fact that I did my part to send it in, even though I really have to wait till the whole thing's done for me to be satisfied that it's really done. I get to check something off. Yeah. Um, so that just, and then it's, and then it's waiting. And then you're like, I'm waiting yeah. on you. It's not my deal. It's your deal now. Balls in your court. <laughs> Other people. Um, Other people. So, so, so then, so then, and then when it finally comes back in, you know, I'm the kind of person that if I don't have the step that says, you know, scan this and file it, it'll end up in a pot, another pile of papers mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. So getting it done, like having that last step helps me complete the task and then get it really off the list. Anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah. Check. Don't underestimate the value of having something to check off. That's true. Um, that, uh, yes. And there's uh, even the well-known... Uh, phenomenon of people having already done things, but making putting them on the list just so they can check them off, um, which I've done that too. Part of it is because, you know, I archive everything. So one day, because one day I'm going to go back and say, what did I do 17 years ago in March? Oh, yes. I watered the plants um, seven times. And I sent in this paperwork. I, I'm not going to yeah. look at that. But for some reason, I feel better knowing it's around. Um, excellent. Well, do you have any other, do you have any tales of a similar nature or anything else to say on the topic? No, I'm just glad you reminded me that five year, you know, every five years is also a, <laughs> a, a time segment we need to think about when we think about our our stuff. That's right. Six years, that's too far. But five years, nope. that's... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and also, if you've made any promises to anybody, like that 10 years from now, if neither of you are with somebody else, you'll yeah. spend New Year's <laughs> Eve together or something like that. Be sure to take this opportunity to put that in your trusted system as well, um, because there's nothing worse than 10 years later showing up someplace and getting stood up by somebody um, that you have completely forgotten about otherwise. So that happens to me nearly every year. No, that's not true. It has never happened to me. But anyway, in that case... uh, It's time to wrap up this episode so we can all get back to getting things done. Um, And listeners, if you have a long-running repeating task, uh, please let us know. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Um, You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm, on micro.blog, and Twitter. We are at theweeklyreview. And you can always reach us via email at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would also be great if you'd rate or review the podcast to help us find new listeners, help new listeners find us, and then just always it makes us smile uh, to hear from you and know what you're thinking. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done. And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun. 
There's a lot of things 